Hey everyone, I just finished talking to Canadian International Award-winning tribute artist and actor Steve Michaels. On this segment, we talked about his humble roots in Milton, Ontario, childhood, the decision behind his name change, and becoming an Elvis tribute artist. All that and more coming up with Steve Michaels. And now let's get right into the episode. Good evening, Steve. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. No problem. How are you, first and foremost? Uh, really good. Uh, busy. Just... Uh editing putting together uh producing the uh the upcoming christmas show putting the last uh few uh bells and whistles together and uh premiering it tomorrow yeah that sounds really cool um but first let's talk about your childhood and sort of how you uh got to where you are today okay uh so can you talk about sort of um your life growing up yeah, well, I mean, I uh, life growing up wasn't really any different than any other any other kid. Uh, you know, just uh, grew up in in the Toronto area at first, and then moved uh, to Milton, uh, Milton, Ontario, uh, as a kid, and uh, went to school here, and uh, and and that was pretty much it. But you know, as far as uh, yeah, just I was like a, just a everyday kid who just uh found a love for uh elvis presley right um and yeah i was doing a lot of research about um uh your whole story and how it came to be and something fascinated within me to hear about the different records that you grew up listening to um you know people from the everly brothers to roy orbison the coasters and um was that sort of your your nature of music growing up yeah, well, my um, my mom and dad uh, had totally two different uh, genres of music and and loves for it. My dad was very much into big band, um, and my mom uh, was more of the rock and roller, I guess you could say. And uh, and so I had it was a little clash of the titans musically within that within the house, and I just gravitated towards that uh yeah the rock and roll um and that was uh again like you you said said them all um everything from the 50s the 60s uh the frankie valley uh, i we listen i did listen to them all right up of course through uh abba and uh boney m uh which was my dad's uh favorite when he wasn't listening to any of that um big band stuff and uh but uh, yeah, it was a little bit of everything, but primarily it really did focus on Elvis. Elvis was around for every Christmas, every birthday, <laughs> every celebration. And uh, yeah, definitely, definitely Elvis. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously you being a tribute artist, um, it, it's crazy to think that like one can idolize Elvis Presley and then two to imitate and be in tribute artist singing his songs and performing the style he does, but also doing the research of, you know, many, many years of studying his, his dance moves and his, his character. Um, how much of that went into really helping you build on to the production of doing these shows? Yeah. Well, uh, growing up, listening to the, growing up, listening to it, growing up, watching it, it was, uh, it was pretty, it just, I guess you could say it was, like osmosis musically it was musical osmosis <laughs> it just sort of sunk in uh the pores um it took it in uh and probably just being because such a i was such a fan of his and watching everything that he did and it was on re it was on repeat 
anytime I watched it or I would listen to it. And it was just, I guess, you know, you have 10,000 hours of practice even before I even started because I was the kid that got up at the family parties and started emulating my, my rock and roll idol. And, uh, and that's so when it was time and it wasn't a transition, I, it wasn't a conscious transition to say, okay, uh, I'm now going to perform Elvis. I, I fell into that. Uh, that's a completely different story we can touch on. <laughs> and, um, but uh, as far as doing a lot of the training and practicing would have started at a young age, just doing it for friends and family. Yeah, absolutely. And what does the correlation with the performing arts have to do with uh, your life growing up? Well, you know, um, oddly, uh, and this is one of those moments that I wish I can go back to myself when I was a kid, you know, just have a Marty McFly moment and go back and, and, and have a conversation with myself and say, you really will enjoy the performing arts. You will enjoy dance. You will enjoy singing. You will enjoy uh, playing instruments, give it a shot. Um, that was in my family. My my mom and my my dad both wanted me to to play a musical instrument. I uh, was into everything else uh, but that, um, and uh, and and so I didn't. It, it wasn't I, it, for carrying a tune. It was one thing because you I mean. Uh, when you first start out, if you're, you're natural, you can sing, you can, you know, on, and then uh, some of us like myself went to uh, like uh, coaching and vocal lessons later, but I never really did a lot of the uh, performing arts when I was young and impressionable, I guess you can say, but like I'm my kids now they're all doing it. So. Mm -hmm. um, and also let's talk about competition and shows um, and how that portrays in your life, because You've done a lot of things when it comes to like talent shows and maybe like different competitions, you know, like growing up. And so how, how did those experiences sort of help you become, you know, what you are? Uh, well, my first first time publicly uh, performing as as Elvis uh, was uh, was actually a lip, a lip sync in in high school. And um it was my buddy and myself and everybody else was, of course, at that time, I'm dating myself now, but they were, you know, uh, it was Depeche Mode and The Cure and and uh, and, and uh, that kind of music. And then we decided that we were going to do Elvis Presley. And, and so that's how that happened. But um, so that would have been my very first time um, and when I was working at uh, worked at a local restaurant. Uh, in my first year of working there, and this is how it all kind of happened, was the first year I went, I was working there. They had an Elvis night. A uh, guy came in, did his, uh, uh, did his thing, uh, singing and performing as Elvis. And then I thought, wow, that was, that's really cool. Maybe I'll give that a shot one day. And uh, so then I started performing at the bar, uh, on the bar, <laughs> and uh, singing and lip syncing. Um, there and uh and then it would have been in the late uh, mid 90s 96 i uh performed um up in collingwood the collingwood elvis festival for the very first time and then that's when i really kind of caught the bug for it i competed in uh the collingwood elvis festival i think uh four or five years always a bridesmaid never a bride 
And, uh, but I just never, I just never stopped, uh, wanting to, um, perform. And so I was, went stateside and that's in 2001 is when I won my first competition. And, uh, and then, uh, pretty much as soon as I won that competition, I started really concentrating on the business side of the music business. And so, uh, I wasn't in the competitive circuit for too long. And then I went back in, dipped my toe in again, 2009. And I may be foolish enough to get back into it this year. <laughs> Who knows? Mm -hmm. um, and all those competitions and shows and experiences led you to becoming a successful international actor. Um, so what did that have to do with everything else uh, in between? Yeah, well, exactly. Well, and that's when I started honing my craft. I decided that there was, I wanted to do, wanted to do more with it. I, I wanted to um, take my show outside of, um, outside, get it, get out of the bars. A lot of times at that, uh, the, uh, the only place at one time for tribute. So a majority, if you weren't in Vegas, uh, would be to work the bar circuit. And, and, uh, and then I, I wanted out of the, bars so i i was probably um one of the first if not the first uh elvis tribute in uh southern ontario to actually break out of the bars and start going into uh theaters soft cedar theaters and cultivating that and, and uh, producing my own shows and then i would i was starting to get used to working on those types of stages it opened up my audience people got to see who i was all about and then other producers were interested in me and they were, they sought me out and I started working with them and, and, uh, and then we're lucky enough to be performing at uh, the Mervish, uh, the Ed Mervish theater uh, two times. First time I, well, th two times at the Ed Mervish theater, one time at the princess of Wales theater with a show called return to grace, uh, which then catapulted me into the, league of where i always wanted to be because now we're we're playing for thousands of people doing a run in in toronto in the toronto theater district then i uh continued to hone my craft uh started working internationally over the over the course of uh from about 2000 up to president and present part of me and um and then in 2018 i starred as Elvis Presley in a musical, a bio musical called This Is Elvis in, in England. And that was uh, a 200 show run uh, that took us all over the UK. And uh, I don't know, I wasn't counting, but I think I sang over 8,000 8, Elvis songs. <laughs> and, uh, and and that's it. And and that's and so uh, I just recently just got back from Australia on an Australian tour, so that's been um, that's been that's been great. But yeah, no, I just continue to uh, uh, just continue to grow as an entertainer. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, you're you're talking about a lot of these different experiences and and opportunities that you got to perform in uh, before you even became a huge Elvis tribute artist. And and so and also I feel like all those things really help you create an identity uh, about who you are. And so you also changed your name uh, because you had Stephen Michael Kab Kabakos. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, 
Yeah. Um, and now you go by Steve Michaels. Why was the name change so important? Was that just to create more of an authentic identity to yourself? Well, you know what? It was, um, yeah, I, actually it was uh, even simpler than that. Um, it was uh, it was because a lot of people couldn't say Kabakas. <laughs> and, and uh and so there was, uh, I was, there was more mispronunciations. Um, you got it right away, uh, but there was more mispronunciations as uh, you know, more misses than there were hits. And uh, so I just decided that, um, you know, my dad always said, uh, "Seal it with a kiss," and that's keep it simple, stupid. And uh, I, I just said, "Well, my middle name is Michael, so I'll, I'll add an S, and I'll just, I'll go by Steve Michaels." So that, and uh, so I didn't feel that I was too far from who. I always was, or I am, pardon me, because that's my, my name. Uh, and, uh, but yeah, there wasn't anything, there wasn't anything major. There wasn't any reason other than I just thought that it would be, it would be easier to um, uh, just uh, to go and have a, have a stage, have a stage name. That's it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's, that's really interesting because I feel like a lot of people, when they change their names, um, it's like, I feel like a lot of the celebrities as well, when, when they lose a, little, a, a bit of their fame that they had before, um, they have this word that they call, and I hate this word. I hate using this word. It's so cringy, but it's like reinvent, you know, like, but like, do you feel like that sort of change in your life was sort of just to reinvent, uh, yourself and, and try to create uh, a different sort of picture of who you are and also while honoring Elvis Presley at the same time? Oh, uh, wow. Yeah. Great, great question. I think the, it, it wasn't so much, I mean, I didn't, I myself didn't say, okay, I'm going to change uh, my, my name and go with my first and middle name and, uh, and then drop my last uh, to become somebody else. Uh, it all, it all pretty much was happening organically at the same time um and i think the it would it would be more so the people who don't realize that i'm the same person <laughs> and that happens to me a lot i get i'll go to a show and somebody will say you're fantastic and i say well thank you i really appreciate that um i have one of my favorites and i said well tell me who that is because everybody has their favorites and they will say, it's this guy named Steve Kabakis. And I said, well, oddly, that's me. <laughs> and so they don't, uh, or, or they, or, or um, so that a lot of times they don't realize that it is me, but the person that they're seeing with, which is who they're, <laughs> you know, Steve Michaels um, is this great performer, but you, you, it, it's, it's kind of, it, it's, it's very strange when that kind of thing happens, but I guess, if if you look at it this way, um, not so much a, a reinvention, but anybody who saw me grow uh, with my using my first and last name, Stephen Kabakis, uh, for 15, 16 years, and those who uh, didn't know that I had a name change uh, uh, and, uh, and used a stage name of Steve Michaels, they would come out and they would see Steve Michaels for the first time. But they, what they don't know is that at that time he had 15 years or I had 15 years experience. So they thought they were seeing somebody brand new and like, wow, look what this guy can do. And uh, yeah, I, 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 uh, I hope that didn't sound too, uh, 
to uh dual personality but <laughs> that's that's just the best way to uh describe it but uh yeah yeah i think that's the best way to describe it no absolutely and i and i think you're absolutely right with that because there is that certain point where i feel like people will change um some part of them because you know they don't want people looking at them as like you know they're famous or or they're they're a rich person you know because they have such a gifted talent right um and it's that's not what you are you know that's really not what you are it's basically basically i feel like watching you it's like i'm picturing what elvis would do on stage and then i'm seeing steve michaels not elvis presley i see steve michaels because that's what elvis presley was it wasn't elvis presley you know on stage it was elvis the man on stage the human Mm -hmm. right and so i feel like i want to ask this question because i felt this is interesting because i've never had someone explain this to me but what is the difference between a tribute artist and an impersonator because they're two different things and i feel like people put them together and think that they're identical things right 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 well the the term uh, and it's evolved like the that it has really evolved like uh, there is the the term impersonator was one of those things that really came from the 70s and 80s and and when you referred to an elvis impersonator there was a lot of uh negativity around the word impersonator and and then so this eta uh elvis tribute artist uh emerged and and then uh and then you're paying tribute to him you're not impersonating him and uh, i'm still kind of it's a it's a fine line right because at the to impersonate uh somebody would mean that you would um you're thinking that they you are but it's just a it's 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 very it's very strange because oddly enough uh i was uh again because of my my parents and and the age that i grew up in there was a, a an impersonator by the name of rich little and he was one of he still he still does all these incredible impersonations and it's all vocal impersonations and he sounds exactly like the people that he's supposed to be and uh so in that case uh what rich little does is impersonating other people the 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 tribute side uh would be that there's a little bit of yourself uh bleeding into the character i guess that uh that it just happens again like you said um we're not we're not elvis presley uh and if you are going to you know uh, when i walk out on stage there's a certain amount of uh, humility that I still present. I am very aware that I'm not Elvis. If I if I went out with the with the attitude that I think I am Elvis, that would maybe lead more towards being an impersonator. Um, tribute is making sure that I get everything right. That uh, my I have a mantra that's a, that that is, is if he didn't do it, uh, neither will I. And, uh, and, but I also know that in between my personality, also was coming out and that's where the tribute comes 
which so there's that there's that fine line whereas when i'm in when i was in this is elvis uh as an actor i was uh my job was to be him so for that hour and a half i was portraying elvis presley like the actors that perform and play him in the movies they're not is it an impersonation or is it an act you know <laughs> so it's a it is it's a, it's a it's 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 like a it's like a thick stew but yeah mm -hmm. yeah that's that's interesting uh because i remember watching this one kid um uh, on the ellen DeGeneres show and he was uh, performing hound dog and he was asked what's the difference between a tribute artist and an impersonator and he says an impersonator is, is someone who mocks elvis uh, a tribute artist is a guy who actually pays respect to the king of rock and roll, but also honoring him uh, in the proper way that it should be. You mm -hmm. know, like it, it's it's so interesting how that differs between each other. Um, but now as we talk about Elvis tribute artists, what do you feel are the most surprising moments uh, yourself being an Elvis tribute artist and when you're on stage? As of late, uh, just ended up, again, coming back from Australia, uh, was just how much uh, it's changed. The face, all the, all the, all the faces, they're, they're getting younger. Uh, it's uh, the, the movie uh, has opened the doors to a younger audience, which I think is absolutely incredible, which, uh, and uh, they're eight-year-olds or six-year-olds, there's four, there's, there's teenage boys, girls, they're all, they're all there. And they're with, and I'm talking to them and I'm talking to their parents. And, and then I said like, who's the Elvis fan? And it's the parents saying, well, they brought me here. Um, I'm not the Elvis fan. And so I think that that's, that's incredible uh, to, I, I've been a, like performing for so long, there's not that many more surprises. <laughs> the uh, but to see there to to uh, get caught up in the moment and uh, being able to look into uh, somebody's eyes if they're watching, and you can just see that little glimpse. There's that that little spark that goes off in their eyes uh, because you know you've something just happened uh, for them in a positive way that they saw they saw a glimpse of the man on stage. Right. So that, that's, uh, that's always, uh, that's humbling and endearing all in the same time. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So let's talk about the, the hardest parts of being an ETA. The hardest parts. Well, it's uh hardest part. Huh? <laughs> uh, I can say jokingly, uh, you can't put on any weight because you can't go to you can't go to Walmart to buy yourself a new suit. <laughs> um, the uh, I think the hardest part is not to lose yourself in it. Um, you can there's there the there's so many times, of course, when you do tour uh, around and uh, you do get looked after quite well, and 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 the. Um, you can get caught up into that lifestyle and, and uh, the screaming fans, uh, Elvis fans. And, and, and then those who have 
then also accepted yourself, myself as a performer that they come out and they, the Steve fans. So, I mean, you just have to, you can get caught up in it. And I think that would be the only thing that you'd have to watch uh, is just to remain humble. Like don't, when you're off stage, park it. That's, that's what I do. You know, it's just when I'm off stage, I'm, I'm myself, uh, can't get away from the black hair or sideburns, but I would think it, I would say that the hardest part would be not getting caught up in it. Mm -hmm. um, and so as we talk about the hardest parts, um, how do you manage those disappointments or adversity? The, yeah, I mean, disappointments, you know what it would be? I think the, the disappointments would be, is would, it would, would come from a, uh, a side of, because that there's probably 50 or 60,000 Elvis tributes out there now <laughs> that there um, there's just some work that you would like, you have your buddy who's doing it and you're like, son of a gun. I wish I was that guy on that stage. Um, the, uh, but with every, with every disappointment, there's always something incredible that comes out of it on the other side. Uh, I haven't had uh, too many, disappointments um disappointments would probably be more weighed to not on the professional side but more so on uh competitive side because elvis comp competitions are are is is the is the um, male equivalent to the beauty contest everybody thinks they're the prettiest everybody the talent show is the singing the gown is the jumpsuit and 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 um to and everybody goes in wanting to win but there can only be one winner and and so that's where you would handle the most disappointment because you go in there to win if you don't win then you just have to you know um grin and bear it and uh, hope for the best but uh yeah and that's why I got out of competitions. It's just I couldn't, my heart couldn't handle it anymore. <laughs> right, right. And so what makes you different from other ETAs? Oh, the like the longevity of it. I've been I've been performing it for uh been performing Elvis uh for many years, 26 years now. Um when I first started, I had something different to offer. Uh, and and uh, and then I've never stopped learning. I've never stopped perfecting. Um, my mother said, "The day you think you've got him, and him being Elvis, is the day you get out of the business because you'll never get him. Nobody will ever get him." And I think it's just that constant strive uh, to get better. Um, and, and not saying, okay, I got it. And, and it's just keep listening and keep practicing and just perfecting my craft. And so, uh, and, uh, and I, and I think that's, what's kept me relevant in, uh, in performing it because I still, as, as the years will go by, you can't get away from the years. Uh, but I still love performing the fifties and I still love performing the sixties and the black leather and the movies. And, and so I still, I still perform them all. Uh, and, uh, and, and just, uh, but I'm having more and more fun with it as my confidence is, is growing as well. So. Mm -hmm. um, and so 
that brings me to my next point of asking you about um, how long have you been learning sort of the art of the king? I think since watching Aloha from Hawaii with my mom sitting on her lap, taking it in, studying it. When I, But one thing I did do, uh, I made a conscious effort of, again, going back to what I was saying before, if Elvis didn't do it, then I wouldn't. I watched uh, countless hours video and 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 uh slowing things down to trying to figure out how he how he moved how he did as pardon me excuse me let me say that again um countless hours of how uh he moved and and, and making sure that i was getting it right uh and 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 yeah that's uh yeah, I, I'm sorry. I apologize. I got I got sidetracked there because I dropped my water bottle. Uh, what was your question again? I'm sorry. Pardon me. Uh, my question was, how long have you been learning the art of yes. the king? So, um, so that's it. I, 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 when I went, when I decided that I was going to do this professionally, that I was going to make sure that I spent the time to learn it, to make sure it was in my head. So when I was performing on stage, it was coming natural or it looked to come natural and, and not like, oh, I've got to move this way and I have to move this way. Now I have to move here. It has to be a flow. I would say, you know, there was that it takes 10,000 hours to get good at something. I probably put about 20 in, <laughs> maybe more, probably more probably more mm -hmm. um and so before we end this off uh let's talk about your when you're on stage and as as a performer myself i you know at talent shows in, in my high school you know i've done that for like what four straight years i remember and and what's gotten me every time is the anxiety of having to perform um every talent show right and and people are people know me well there because I, i'm more of the main the main person that performs at the talent show. Um, yeah. Right. And, and so it's like that anxiety where it's like, before I even go on stage, people don't see this behind the, behind the curtains, but my knees are shaking. And then when I go on stage, they're all disappear. You know, yes. it's, it's, it's the whole thing. Do you ever deal with that? Like even right now, like uh, how, as long as you've been doing this, um, do you still get those nerves? Yes. Yep. I do. Uh, it's it varies it, it, it uh for instance uh when when um when i was in when i was in england with this is elvis and the 200 shows the first the first night was just i was i was a wreck um and it was just because there was an hour of 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 dialogue before the concert that we gave in the second half uh making sure that i was you know, there was so many things that uh, and 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 breaking into new territory is what gets me nervous. Um, I'm always have this. I do have butterflies, um, have that energy that it's time to get out on stage. Uh, the so it's there's different levels. I guess it's all comes with comfort and, and being familiar, familiar with something. Uh, for instance, when we do our the the the, uh, the Christmas shows, 
I've performed the Christmas shows and the music so many times over the last, well, forever. And, but it's going to be the first Christmas show that I'm going to have that moments of, of anxiety because it's here we go again. <laughs> and, and uh, yeah. And, and, but I, I, but I, you as yourself, as a performer, you, 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 uh, you use that to your, you use that in, to your, to your own benefit. Mm-hmm. Um, and so as we're wrapping this up, uh, I want to ask you, what brings you the most joys in life? My kids, my wife, um, just smiles, seeing people, uh, you know, uh, having a successful show, just being just, yeah, it's, uh, but definitely, I know it's, it's a, yeah, I mean, you hear that all the time with my kids and my wife and stuff, but it, it is like, I mean, having a, a support um, of my family to do this is not easy uh, being married to Elvis. <laughs> and uh, and uh, I was, I was just uh, away for 51 days. Uh, so it's to, just to have that, uh, you know, this, the stability, but um, no, it's, it, it's, uh, it's just everything. Um, and uh, it's uh, yeah, that's what makes that's And, and seeing the smiles on a, again, there's the personal side, which is one thing. And then on the professional side, uh, just knowing that we're making people happy or I'm making people happy with my tribute to, to Elvis. I mean, it's, it's pretty wild that I'm having this conversation with you uh, and that you actually want to talk to me. (laughs) That makes me happy um, to think that, uh, you know, uh, that um, there's, 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 you know, people actually want to hear my story. So that's pretty wild. It's pretty wild. We never thought that 26 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and my last two questions are, and my second last question is, who is a famous friend or person you can call for advice or to just, just to check in with? Boy, well, my, um, well, I, I, I do check in quite a bit with my, with my, uh, my manager, Mark. Uh, he always gives me uh, sound advice about what, in what, in what uh, direction I should be uh, taking, taking something. Uh, my mom, you know, if mom, mom shoots from the hip and she'll, uh, so if I have to, uh, if I have to ask her anything, she's always there. And then my, and then the, um, I also, my wife is also a uh, professional uh, dancer. She's been in uh, plays. She's been toured the wor- world in the UK. And so sometimes if I just need to get a little bit of advice when it comes to, um, when it comes to a show, um, I can, I t- talk to her as well, because uh, I know that uh, she has my back. Um, and the last question is, what's your number one advice for aspiring tribute artists or actors? Learn from Elvis. Watch Elvis. Don't, you know, you, you can have your favorite, you can have your favorite tribute artist. I have my favorite tribute artist. Um, but if I'm going to learn from that tribute artist, then it's like a photocopy. It's like the first generation photocopy. And I'm finding that's more and more uh the the case nowadays it's if you're gonna if you want to perform elvis perform uh 
do your homework and sit there with the cane. Uh, your 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 homework and, and your studying shouldn't necessarily be your favorite Elvis tribute artist because it's just going to be a photocopy after a photocopy after a photocopy after a photocopy. So I would say go to the source and um, and then just take it seriously. Mm-hmm. Well, while we've been having a great deep conversation, our time together has ended. Thank you for taking the time to talk with me. To the listeners who made it this far into the episode, thanks so much for sticking around. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Canadian International Award-winning tribute artist and actor Steve Michaels. You can find him on Instagram at Steve Michaels as Elvis and on Facebook, Steve Michaels as Elvis. For more info, visit elvisandco.ca slash artist slash Steve dash Michaels slash if you'd like to help spread the word about my podcast, please do feel free to share with others, post about on social media. Any form of support is greatly appreciated. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, and on YouTube. Uh, so you can also find my show on all podcast streaming platforms just by typing in The Jigme Kelsing Show. I've been your host, Jigme Kelsing. Thanks for tuning into this episode. <music>